Jefferson in the backfield. Lewerke gives it to Jefferson. Plows into the end zone. And there it is, Ladarius Jefferson's first career touchdown. podcast we have a bit of a shorter show today um we both came down with a little bit of badgeritis so we're going to talk a little bit about the badger game and then we're going to send you over to a uh, interview with ladarius jefferson really cool interview he's super open with us um talked about a lot of stuff uh kind of actually kind of opened up quite a bit and told us about the difference between power five g5 he has a kid and you know kind of balancing all that um, mental health stuff too so i think you guys are really gonna uh enjoy that one um but let's just we we can get into the badger talk do, do you want to start off or do you want me to you can start i don't want to talk about it <laughs> i know neither of us want to talk about it but we know we have to because that's basically why everyone is here i mean it's yep. just yeah like the offense is an absolute mess like it's a complete disaster uh i still believe in mertz i think mertz is going to be the answer at some point and if he's not it doesn't really matter because it's not like chase wolf is going to add anything so you're just going to have to believe and trust in mertz until another freshman or they go to the transfer portal or something happens because this is what we're getting guys so and i don't think it's i don't think it's completely on him either i think the no. play calling is still suspect to say the least i mean second and 11 second and 11 at basically at the goal line and we run i like i don't even know get what the point of running on second and 11 at the 11 yard line is like i that was the most mind-boggling play call all day like right right after the third quarter ends we come out second 11 where we are passing the ball looking good also we decide just to run it two yard run so now you're stick in Mertz with third and nine it's like what do you I, I don't get that yeah it is it's too predictable yeah. it everything is too predictable and every time they throw in first down it feels like it works yep I agree yeah I'll I'll, I'll vent for a second and you've heard this already but I, I mean I love you know my love for all Wisconsin sports teams but I hate how fans specifically I've noticed with you know the Badgers, the Packers. It's just so frustrating because, you know, if something isn't going right, it's either the quarterback's fault with basketball. It's the point guard. We saw that with Trayvon, um, Trayvon Jackson, um, or it's the coach's fault. And I mean, it's way too early to tell. Grand Martz is still really young. He's got the talent. Yeah, He's you, got the I talent. mean, you can he, see it. It's just absolutely it together. And just, I mean, I told you, I told you at the game that, you know, people are already going to say, all right, let's get Chase Wolf in. And we had someone behind we us. We heard it. Yeah. We heard someone behind us say that. And it's like, 
come on, like give the guy a chance. Like let's, like you said, it's not entirely his fault, not only the play calling, but some of those picks, the pick six at the end, it was tipped. So it wasn't even his fault. Um, So, I mean, yeah, it's just people, they jump the gun. If something's not working right, they got to fix it right away. Let the guy develop. Let's give it a little time. Let's gain, let's get him a little bit more experienced and seasoned. And then if there's still problems, then make a decision, but let's not be rash and just early on, just say, Oh, we need the backup. Cause I love Chase Wolf, but I don't think he's the answer. No. I mean, Graham Mertz is definitely more talented in my opinion. And yeah, I, I just hate that. I can't stand that. Chase Wolf would be the answer if Paul Christ had any balls and would change the offense just even a little bit, but he's not going to do yes. that. And, and that is, I mean, that's what I think is the main issue. I, I, I think, you know, we're way too predictable. We, we got to change it up from a play calling perspective on the offensive end because we have weapons. We've got, I mean, Danny Davis. The wide receivers got... are not the problem. No, no, they're not. And I love Chez. We've talked right. about how we love Chez. And I, I think, you know, it, it definitely hurts him a little bit too because, I mean, you can't be so predictable because it just makes it, you got to open up the field a little bit more. You got to throw it. You got to trust your quarterback because, mm-hmm. you know, like people will see in our interview with, um, with Arius, um, we talked a lot about the mental aspect of the game. Yep. And I yep. mean, if you don't trust your quarterback, it's definitely gonna, you know, get in their head a little bit. You, you gotta have faith in them. You gotta let them throw the ball. You can't be so predictable, yeah. but there's my rant. <laughs> I do. We did, we did leave the offensive line out of this and there, there's certainly a little bit to be said about the offensive line too. Um, mm-hmm. And this isn't us to say like, yeah, Graham Mertz is good. Like neither of us are saying that we're just saying you need to give him a little bit more time. Like I think if he doesn't figure it out by the end of the season, then yeah, I would you know, mm-hmm. consider going into next year, you should be open, open about who plays quarterback. And then if you go through the off season, no one's better than Mertz and you kind of have to roll them out again, but there's certain, yeah. I mean, there's certain plays where we were sitting there watching just like that third down that he should have had to prior. I saw a replay of it today. And that was, that was as bad as a, of a miss as he's that's almost up there with the Penn state one. I mean, he had prior for a good two seconds when he was in first down territory waited for him to get back. And and I don't know if he's supposed to throw it at the end of his route or something like, I don't know. You got to get that ball out and get the third down. So Graham has stuff to work on. We're not saying that people. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And as for Notre Dame, for anyone who actually thinks they're good, you're fucking bananas because they're not, they really aren't. I, we watched, we watched two terrible teams play on Saturday. Trust me. I was there. I watched it. If Notre Dame fans want to talk themselves into being good, that's fine. Your offensive line is one of the worst in college football, and that's just a fact. That was terrible. We pushed them around on defense. So, I don't know. I want to rant a little bit on, little bit about Notre Dame because now people are like, oh, Notre Dame. No. Uh-uh. They might get no. smacked this week by Cincinnati. I hope they do. I I was just going to say that's I, – I, we're not really, you know, giving our picks for this week, but – the one game that really stands out to me is that Cincinnati Notre Dame. It's, I think it was two and a, minus two and a half for Cincinnati. I would ride that out. I, I think Cincinnati could definitely kind of pull away in that game. So yeah, we'll see. All right. Well, we'll send you over to some lighter things again. 
that awesome interview with Ladarius, like super nice, super open. Um, I hope you guys uh, enjoy that. And I hope uh, you guys root for him the rest of the season too, like we are, because this is a really awesome interview. Yep. All right. Today we are talking to Ladarius Jefferson. He is a running back from Western Michigan. Off to a great start this season, 274 yards, six TDs. Ladarius, welcome to the show. Thank you all for having me. Thank you all for having me. No problem. Uh, I want to start out somewhere a little bit different because you were a dual threat QB in high school, which I think is kind of interesting. How did the process of going from QB to running back happen? Was it like coaches recruited you to be running back or is it something you fell in love with? Nah, man, it was Michigan State. Well, <clears throat> I was committed to UCF for like, <clears throat> like five, six months when Frost was there. And uh, mm-hmm. it was me to play quarterback because all I played in high school and uh he ended up leaving I ended up decommitting so it was kind of like my last option left was like Indiana they offered me to play quarterback the Michigan State offered me as an athlete and I was like man I don't wanna I don't know if I want to really leave home again because I ain't wanna I don't want to leave <laughs> coaching change happen again so I was just like man like uh, let me just let me just commit to Michigan State and then it was more like an athlete or they was like we're gonna see once you get here and just just been playing running back ever since. It was tough though. Like when I first tr- when I first started, it was tough because like <clears throat> like I always could catch, but like when you catch it when the bullets flying at you, like it's different. Yeah. <laughs> when you got to block somebody and you ain't never blocked, uh, it's t- it got t- it was tough when I first got there, but it it all worked out though. It sure did. It sure did. So, what would you say are your strengths that set you apart from other collegiate football athletes out there? Oh, strengths. Oh. Oh no, I, I feel like and this is something I feel like everybody is I just feel like my determination and will, like I feel like yeah. this go time, I feel like I like I'm I'm gonna show up every time. Like no matter who we play, no matter like what the certain situation is, I feel like that set me apart. I mean like every, to be division where like, everybody fast, everybody big, everybody strong, like so I feel like my determination and will, like I feel like I win with my mindset out the gate. So I say I feel like that set me apart from a lot of people. <laughs> Yeah, 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 totally agree. I think the mental aspect, I mean, everyone's strong, big in college football. So yeah, the mental aspect, that's, that's, that can definitely set you apart. So yeah. Uh, As you mentioned, you attended MSU for a couple of years. Uh, Western Michigan, obviously, is a little bit different. Could you speak on kind of the key differences between a power five school and a G5 school? Uh. It's really just the resources, the resources. I mean, you get the same resources. You get the same resources, but, like, as the magnitude of the resources is different. Um, by resources, it could be anything from from how big the school is, the stadium, uh, the gear you might – the gear you might receive, uh, the academic support you might get, uh, the financial support you might get. So it's, 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 a, it's just a big difference. It, but it's the same, but it, it's just more. If that makes sense. Like you get the same. Yeah. You mm-hmm. Power five, you just get a little bit more. <laughs> a little bit better, but I would probably say probably that right the resources. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, we live in a world right now where the uh, transfer portal is like this huge mysterious thing. Yeah. Um, you went through that process. Can you walk us through how it kind of comes about, and is it actually a real thing? <laughs> Uh, that it 
I wouldn't say it's scary. It's just, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's kind of like recruiting all over again, if that makes sense. Like it's high school all over again. It's just except it's a little easier when you play college because they know you can play college because you're here already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's just it's simple. Uh, go to your, go to your uh, your academic support people and you just talk to them about it and just go through this thing of signing papers and you, you go through it. But yeah, that, that's that's kind of sums up the process. It's it's blunt, but that's that's how it is. It's simple. Sure. Just go to academic support, say like, look, like that's how I'm feeling. I went in the portal. They take you to the people. You sign the papers and. Boom! No matter of sake, your whole life changed. <laughs> was it fun getting re-recruited? Uh, not really, because for me, I was <laughs> like once, once, because I ain't, I ain't like the recruitment process in high school, honestly. So for mm-hmm. me, it was kind of like, man, I just want to get this over with, because you like your whole mindset going in is like, I want to play football, right? And you know, once you're in that process, you ain't playing football, and you watching other people play football, you watching other people dominate on Saturdays, and you like, ah, oh, man, like, I want to just play football again. So you. You're really not in the rushing stage, and that's the mindset you don't want to get in. You don't want to get into the stage of like, oh, I got to rush and rush and make a decision. But you do, you do feel that 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 that, that poison be like, man, I, I can't wait to play. Yeah. So, what would you say are some of the challenges that you came across in getting to where you are at today? Oh man, sheesh, I faced some lows, man. Uh, <laughs> I mean, high school was good. I mean, I, I was I was very talented in high school, still talented. I, I won pretty much every award, and then college it really just hit me. It's like life. Um, I had a daughter when I was a freshman, so that was tough. And I just went through like a, a, a deep stage of like depression because I'm like, how I'm, I'm, uh, I'm like, how I'm gonna take care of myself, and I don't even know how to take care. Of, I, I can't even take care of a kid, I'm, and I don't even know how to take care of myself. So I went through that, man, and then just being hit with the transfer portal the next year. You know what I'm saying? And just being faced with so many challenges as far as, like, you know what I'm saying? You don't think you can play the game how you want to. You don't think you can do this. You don't think you can do X, Y, and Z on top of having to having to raise a daughter. And then you have to face the challenges of, like, going to school and maintaining school and trying to figure school out with all this other stuff. On top of the outside noise, I mean, all athletes, we all we all say that oh, we block out the outside noise. But sometimes the outside noise is, like, we, we but we keep our eye on Especially like when mm-hmm. things ain't going right, so it was tough, man. But God willing, man, just just pray, stuck it out, man. Worked my butt off, and just continued to do the right things. And it, it's all really just taking this course and just working out. You know what I'm saying? Working out, like working out to the point that it seemed like I ain't even had to go through that. But it's just a, it's a stage in life that that like I like if somebody was to ask me like, would you go through it again? I say yeah, because it got me to this point. It got me to the point of like appreciating things being more open, you know what I'm saying, being more spiritual, you know what I'm saying, it just put me in a better space. So, you know what I'm saying, it's something that I had to go through to get where I wanted to go. So it's, it's, it was it's all it was all a cool experience. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. That's cool. Um, as an athlete, what things are most important to you to ensure that you can perform to the best of your ability? Oh, man. I'm gonna say this for me, it's one thing, and that's just being like you being mentally free, being being mentally happy. <laughs> if you can't focus on the game, if you can't focus on what you're doing, then you would like you won't you won't you won't be able to to do what you want to do. Especially if you got if you got something on your mind, you got something that's always lingering, you got something that's always crossing your your, your pathway, your, your mental thoughts, then you won't be able to be free. Uh, and I feel like to be honest, that's it. Cause I mean, 
you're putting the work, you're putting the, the, the time and studying and figuring out what 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 te- what this team run, what this player tendency is. You do that by just doing your own free time and you doing that in practice. So I feel like, you know what I'm saying, the game come easy once that one that come about. So, you know what I'm saying? So for me, it's just one thing, and that's just being mentally free, being mentally happy, being mentally open. Because if you can't, like I said, you can't if you can't, if you if you gotta sit there and think about everything you gotta do and not just like just let it freely come, then you will be you will be stuck. Like <laughs> really definitely. Yeah, I'm glad you touched on that because I've always been huge on the mental aspect of any sport, really. I mean, like uh, with basketball, I mean, anyone can make a free throw, but if you overthink it, if if you overthink it, you can, you know, definitely be in a slump. And we've seen that with, you know, a lot of great athletes in basketball. So, I mean, yeah, the mental aspect is huge. Yep. Um, As you kind of alluded to earlier that you do have a daughter, um, I can imagine that she plays, you know, a huge role in your life. Can you talk a little bit of how, like, you manage being a student, a football player, and being a father to her? Because, I mean, that's just, I mean, one of those, I would say, is like a full-time job, let alone, you know, having to do all three of those, so. Ah, uh, man, it's, it's easy. It's, it's real easy and it's real simple. Like, once I break it down, you're like, okay, that makes sense. It's just it's simple mm-hmm. because, like, when it's like for me, and, and trust me, don't get it wrong. Like I love football to death. Like football, like I'm going to the league. Like that's 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 one of my top priorities. But I just break it down in section. Like so, I I live by this. Like you do, you like you got to do one thing at a time, and that's something I live by. You do one thing at a time. You focus on one thing at a time. So when it's time for me to be a parent and be a father, which is twenty four seven, but like when it's time for me to go be somewhere and be with my daughter, it's all her. I don't think about football. I ain't think about nothing else. When it's time to be a student, I'm all I'm a, I'm a student 100. When it's time to be football, it's all football. And I was talking to a person today, and they was just like, "How you manage it?" Like they was like, "You know, how football is going." I'm like, "It's cool because once football over, I'm done with football." You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Out of my my studying and I started my figuring my opponent out, but like other than that, once football is done, I'm done with football. Now it's time to go be a student. Once that's done, now it's time to be a father. So it, it's easy because like you don't it's like it's, they, they people say it's tough to manage all three at once, but once you just break it down, like look, I gotta do this, I gotta do this, and I gotta do this, it's it's simple. It's real simple. Yeah. That's really cool. I love that answer. Yeah, that's a great answer. Yep. Um, what what are your goals in the next one to three years with both football and then outside of football? Yeah, God willing, man, make it to the NFL, but you know what I'm saying? We, we know the league ain't not for long and if anything can happen. But, man, go to the NFL, have a successful NFL career. Um, And, and I'm studying criminal justice now as far as, like, school-wise and just me building connections here in Kalamazoo and in other places. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully that'll set me up to, to get my uh, career started outside of football with that. You know what I'm saying? I want to be a DEA agent Um, once football is all over with and I'm done with my career or God tell me, like, look, it's time to hang the cleats up. So hopefully get in that field or be some type of officer in that field and, and figure things out. But, it, you know what I'm saying, as far as I like just building connections, I feel like I'd be pretty good in that field as well. Nice. What made nice. you think why, when did you think you're going to be good at that? Man, because I, 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 I feel like my calling from God is helping people. Gotcha. Like it's just always helping, helping, helping. And I know you can help people in, like, different ways, but I feel like, you know what I'm saying? That's the way I feel like I can help people the most. 
just be an all to people. All right. We got a little bit of a wrap up here. We're going to do uh, some rapid fire questions for you. Gotcha. It's only take about a minute, but first thing that comes to your brains, what you got to say, Brad, you, you can kick it off. All right. You ready? I'm ready. I, I hope I'm ready. I think I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> all right. What is one drink or food item that you keep in your room or fridge at all times? Water. <laughs> there you go. Got to stay hydrated. <laughs> Uh, favorite artist to listen to to get ready for the game? 21 Savage. That's great. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, what is something that you have always wanted to do, but you're too afraid to try it? I, lo- I love and hate snakes. Like, I like, I like them. I don't want to be touched <laughs> by them. So, I would say play with a snake. All right. Okay. <laughs> yep. uh, favorite NFL player to study? NFL player to study? Tom Brady. Wow. Interesting okay. one. What is the thing you remember the most from your childhood? Bumps and bruises. <laughs> Bumps and bruises. Yep. <laughs> uh, if you weren't playing football, what sport would you want to play? Baseball. There we go. I like it. I got the Brewer shirt on today, so I like it. Socks. All right. There you go. We both hate the Cubs. We can, we can agree on that. <laughs> Uh, last one. Is there any uh, meaning to wearing number three? Actually, no. No? Just got it? It's just uh, the noise number I can get. If I could have got zero this year, I would have tried to get zero. But my oh, team I love that. I just like <laughs> Everyone's going to be fighting over zero now, for sure. Yeah. All right, Ladarius, thank you so much for joining us. This has been awesome. Thank you guys for having me. No problem. Good luck uh, the rest of the way. You got two fans, for sure. No problem. Thank you. Yep.